Radio Room presents... This is the Green Llama's secret headquarters? In a manner of speaking, Councilman Snyder. I live here with my daughter, but it belongs to Jethro DeMont. He's been... working with the Green Llama since the beginning. The millionaire playboy? Wait, he is a Buddhist. It's hard to forget here. What with all the Buddhas. Big Buddhas. Little Buddhas. Gold Buddhas and Jade Buddhas. It does seem a bit much. Jethro has been kind enough to let me live rent-free, so I didn't have the heart to remove any. Councilman, I'm going to put you in Sarong's old room. Sarong? Jethro's old master. Jethro had a master? Fascinating. In Tibet, at least. When he came here, Sarong was a friend. He was family. He passed shortly before the war. His room is just over here, secreted behind this mural. If anyone was following us, they wouldn't be able to find you easily. What about our new friend? Dr. Kaplan. Oh, we'll tie him up for now. I'm assuming there's a spare room? Down the hall. And I'm pretty sure we have ropes somewhere. Check the closet next to the kitchen. I'll meet you in a moment. I'm going to help Snyder into bed. All right. See you in a minute. I can handle myself, you know. I'm sure you could, but I've a duty of care. If I'm not mistaken, Miss Monroe was the nurse. Even so, you and I have been through a few things together recently. Least I can do is make sure you get out of this wheelchair. Please, I can get up on my own. I got you. You're a bit weaker than you think, Councilman. And you're stronger than you look. Did the Green Llama train you? Not in the way you're thinking. When you work with the llama, you have to be ready for anything. Plus, I have a daughter. Years of running after her and picking her up did wonders. I can imagine. I must say, I'm surprised. I assume the llama trained all the members of his army. Besides the fact that the green llama only uses violence as a last resort, we're very far from an army. There's really only a handful of us. Only a handful? Hmm. Couple more steps. There we are, onto the bed. Thank you, Mrs... Evangel. We've been through enough, Councilman. Might as well call me by my first name. Then you can call me Chris. Christopher would be a little formal, don't you think? Very true, Chris. You stay here. Rest up. You're safe. Thank you, Evangel. Left alone in the inner sanctum of the Green Llama. Well... This worked out far better than I ever could have hoped. Home, Mane, Padme, home. The Green Llama strikes for justice. After fighting the Nazis on the front lines, Jethro Dumont has returned to New York to find the city under attack by an unknown mastermind. Now, the Green Llama and his allies must work together to uncover the truth, but it may already be too late.
Hey, Dad. I know it's been a while, but I figured now was the best time to chat. Remember those fairy tales you used to tell me? Well, guess what? They're all true. The Green Llama. Why would I ever have believed in the Green Llama? But you were right, Dad, about so many things. Jethro Dumont is the Green Llama. I saw it in your files. Hell, I even read it in the pulp. But I refuse to believe something so obvious. Hiding in plain sight. <laughs> Doesn't seem the ladies heard that. I wonder, what's the harm? Hello? Who the hell is this? Happy to hear your voice too, John. Snyder? What are you doing there? Emigal and a nice young woman named Berkeley brought me here after I was attacked. Well, almost attacked at the hospital. Is that so? Some goon dressed up like a doctor. That nice young woman, Berkeley, saw he was carrying a pistol and stepped in. Yeah, women can handle a lot more than you think. How's your wound? Healing. Sore. Though I am very... Anxious. Why are they coming after me? I think it's safe to say we're going to have to figure out your involvement in all of this, Councilman. I know I can count on you, John. Yes, you can, Councilman. Sit tight. We'll be right there. See you soon, Commissioner. Who were you talking to? Snyder. He's a Jethro's. Does he know we're on to him? I couldn't tell. But one thing's for sure. This whole thing's gotten a hell of a lot worse. Oh, John, always one step behind. Whatever shall I do with you? Chris, what are you doing out of bed? I heard the phone ring. Did you answer it? I did. It was John Carraway, of all people. I hope that was all right. What did he say? Oh, he was just checking in. Huh. Did he find anything at City Hall? You know, he didn't say. What was he looking for at City Hall? Doesn't matter. If he didn't find anything, then I guess we're back to square one. You know... Evan Gold, you never told me why you came to see me at the hospital. I had some avenues I wanted to explore, but recent events have proven those to be dead ends. So you've lived here for how long? About seven years. Jethro and Jean let us stay here after my husband died. And where's your daughter? Marie. I sent her to stay with my mother upstate until things calmed down. My mother is getting on in years, but my family's largesse takes care of her. Marie has a nanny and I don't know how many other staff members to keep her busy. That's good. I was thinking, there was something you mentioned at the hospital. The Green Llama had something called radioactive salt? I wasn't sure what you meant. Well, before the war, the Llama used to have these, well, salts that were radioactive after fashion. They gave him his abilities. I don't know how, honestly. They were kind of an amalgam of science and magic. Does he still use them? Not for a very long time. I doubt he has any left. Ah, well, I'd imagine they would have probably healed this damn gunshot wound. Trust me, there's a lot of things I wish I had those salts around for. Now please, Chris, rest. We need you 100% if we're going to get through this madness. Yes, I suppose you're right. Damn it! Those radioactive salts have to be in this penthouse. There's no other place they could... Wait. This was Sarong's bedroom. He was the Green Llama's right-hand man, and his master, apparently, whatever that means. He certainly would have hidden radioactive salts somewhere in here. There we go. 
think you'll be getting out of that anytime soon, Dr. Kaplan. Is our guest nice and cozy? In a manner of speaking. I just wonder why he wanted to attack the councilman. Hopefully Jethro can ply it out of him when he gets back. Don't sell me short. I've been known to be a pretty good interrogator. Ask Falstaff. (laughs) That toy hound is still running around. He's looked better, that's for sure. It's just that something doesn't add up about all this. It'll be a little while before the others get back. Would you like some coffee? Tea? Coffee would be marvelous. I could use a cup as well. Let's lock our friend in and get ourselves caffeinated. Talk me through what you're thinking. The Giovanni-Weinstein War, the attack on City Hall. Who benefits from this? And I know that is the question we're all asking, but there's something about it that just seems bigger than destabilizing the city. It doesn't help the public. It certainly doesn't help the police. We're not in an election year, so there isn't someone who could use this in the ballot box. But what if it's not about the ballot box? You're not suggesting this is some kind of coup. It could be. That's why Milligan was killed, why they came after Snyder. Taking out people in power who could stop them? If that were the case, then they would have killed Snyder when they killed Milligan. Hmm. Maybe you're right. Has this place always been covered with this many photos and artifacts? I've added a few over the last few years. But yes, Jethro, despite his, I guess you could call it profession, has always been keen on documenting it. Like his monographs? I read about them in Foster's Pulps. Exactly. I can't tell you why he does it, but speaking only for myself, I'm grateful I'm able to see the faces of people we've lost. You seem a little in awe. Didn't you see all this earlier today? To be honest, it was all kind of a blur. I was too busy trying not to pass out for meeting all of you. Wait. This photo. This was your husband? That's Gary. Gary Brown, right. Reformed gangster, you two met during... The case of the Crimson Hand, yes. I wouldn't call it love at first sight. It took me a while to fall in love with that broken nose. But I knew from the start he was a good man. If you don't mind me asking... What happened to him? No, it's all right. There was an organization known as The Collective. They thought they could use the Llama to shape the world in their own image. And they almost succeeded... They murdered so many of us. Theodore, Dr. Valco, Gary. I'm so sorry. The last thing Gary ever did was save my life. So that's how I remember him. As my hero. Which is also why I'm so glad Jethro has so many photos of him. I can look at Gary's broken nose whenever I want to remember him. Him and everyone else. The woman with Jethro... Who's that? Montana's own Jean Farrell. That's her. I'd recognize that jawline anywhere. It, It's... The Lady Llama. At least that's how most people thought of her. That's how I thought of her. Jean Farrell. <laughs> I can't believe she was real. She was my favorite character in the pulps. Makes sense that she was the woman who took over for Jethro. <laughs> the Lady Llama. At first I thought she was a myth... I mean, a woman vigilante. But about seven years back, I was walking back home after a long shift, and these men jumped me. She saved you? From a mugging. You should have seen the way she moved. 
It was like watching ballet. A very violent ballet, sure, but boy, I've never seen a woman so confident, so brave, so completely in her element. She's the reason I do what I do. Seven years, but you never forget the first vigilante who saves you. She was my friend. My best one, in fact. We had our disagreements. Friends always do. One of our biggest was right before she... Well, she was a lot like you, if I'm being honest. Headstrong, bold, brave to a fault. You two would have gotten along. Or you might have wanted to kill each other. That's why I was so hard on you, because I could see it all happening again. I'm not Jean. Much as she inspired me, I never will be. Does that mean I won't make mistakes? Of course not. But that doesn't mean I need protecting. I know you don't. You handled yourself well back at the hospital, fought on your feet, and even tried to get me thinking straight. Which I wasn't. It all just bubbled up. All the things we suffered over the years, and I just wanted to... It just made me so angry. Nothing good comes from anger. Release it. Observe it. Learn from it. Become braver. Who told you that? Who do you think? Yeah, maybe she would have liked you. How's it feeling? Surprisingly springy. That sounds like Jethro and Ben. Let's go give them an update, and then we'll get that coffee. Evan Gull, Berkeley. How did everything go at the hospital? Not as good as wherever you two went. What do you got there, Mr. Mendoza? It's Ben, remember? And this is... Well, this is my new leg, so to speak. Issa made it special just for me. Looks like a big curved butter knife. That's exactly what I said. But I'll be honest, this thing works better than anything I could have ever hoped for. Issa? Old friend. A scientist a few decades ahead of his time. As happy as we all are, I feel we've drifted from the topic. There's someone you should see. But if Snyder sent out the cipher, that means he's been behind everything since the beginning. Or at the very least, working with those who are. But why? What would he have to gain from this? What did any of the other maniacs we've faced before have to gain from the terror they inflicted on the world? I don't got the answers, Ken, but there's one way we can find out. And here's hoping we're not too late. My squad cars over there will use a siren to cut through traffic. It just doesn't make sense. And I'm not just saying that because Snyder is a councilman. Corrupt politicians are a dime a dozen. Yeah, I remember Congressman Zena, too. I even watched him bleed out during a... Here's the difference. Zenner was working with the Murder Corporation, getting kickbacks from Nord and other mobsters. This has just been chaos. I think that's the point. Snyder is interested in what happens after the chaos. Why is there always traffic when I don't need there to be traffic? Were you able to get in touch with anyone at Jethro's homestead? I tried all of our frequencies, but no one's answering. Uh, That can't be good. They could all still be out. Come on, Clayton. Don't believe that either. Hey, watch it. I I get you're upset, but don't take it out in the car. It's city property. How the hell could he have fooled us? This entire time. We've been treating him like one of our own, but he's been working against us, and we never saw it. We didn't know to look, Ken, and why would we? It's like those damn popes Jethro had written up. Snyder was right out there in the open, staring us right in the face, and it was the last place we would have looked. We need a plan. When we get to Jethro's, we need to know how to take him down. It'll be our word against his. And what if that won't be enough? He's been able to outthink us so far. Who knows what else he has planned? We're not going in guns blazing, if that's what you're implying. No. 
But I think we should be ready for the possibility that we will have to. I'll go and speak with the councilman. What about the unconscious thug in the other room? I want to make sure I speak to Snyder first. As you, or as the Jolly Green Buddhist? We told Snyder that you're an ally of the Green Lama. Seemed safer that way. Better play up that angle, otherwise he's going to piece it together. There aren't too many Buddhists in this town. You say that now, but let's not forget who recently failed to deduce that on her own. <sighs> Low blow, Dumont. Low blow. In the meantime, Berkeley, I need you to look at this box. What the heck is this? Ugh, feels like you stuffed it with bricks. Not quite. Evangel, if you wouldn't mind letting Berkeley use your room? Of course. Berkeley, follow me. <sighs> Off to go solve the case of the very heavy box. Guess that coffee can wait. What can I do? Make sure our other guest is secure and keep guard. There's every chance everything can go sideways soon, and I don't want to be surprised. This is starting to feel more and more like our march through France. Hopefully with less gunfire. Hopefully, but I'm doubtful. Me too. See if these salts work. Down the hatch. Come in. Councilman, welcome to my home. Mr. Dumont, I would stand up to greet you, but uh, still healing. No, please, stay seated. You need rest. How are you feeling? Honestly, better than ever. I'm glad to hear that. You were at City Hall during the attack, right? Thought I saw you in the audience. You were there to show support for Caraway? He's a friend. Probably my oldest one. I'd imagine a friendship with John can be trying. <laughs> At times. He punched me in the face once. Hmm. Your nose doesn't seem too crooked, so he couldn't have done too much damage. My ego is definitely bruised. I can imagine. Tell me, Mr. Dumont, how long have you been working with the Green Llama? Evangel insinuated that you've been an ally of his for a very long time. Did you train together or something? In a sense. At this point, it feels like I've associated with the Green Llama for most of my life. What was it like when he, uh recruited you. It wasn't a decision I made lightly, if that's what you're asking. But I saw that the Green Llama's mission, flawed as it might sometimes be, was one that would ultimately benefit everyone, help free them from the cycle of suffering in this world of illusion. Ah, yes. Was this before or after you became a Buddhist? After. Yes, that makes sense. My father, he was very similar, always working for the greater good. I didn't understand what that meant when I was young, but I do now. He's why I do what I do. What did your father do? Oh, he worked for the government. Nothing so grand as a councilman, mind you. More a low-level field agent of sorts. But he was a believer, that's for sure. Saw that there was a need for order and work to make it happen. He didn't succeed, but, well, that's why I started doing the work I do. Berkeley, everything all right in there? Um, yes. Sort of. Sorry, it's it's just a little tight in here. Yes, a walk-in closet in name only. Oh my god. What is it? This. It's a new suit. For the Riveter. Dark blues, yellows, and a bit of red. Keeping with the theme, but allowing you to stay hidden in the shadows. It fits me perfectly. 
But the material is unlike anything I've ever seen before. This jacket looks like leather, but, but feel it. I'd almost believe there was metal underneath. And still fairly light. This is Issa's work for sure. Jethro had this made for me. Seems so. Why? You know why, Berkeley. But I'm nobody. I talk big, I act big, but I'm just... Someone trying to do the right thing. Take this for what it is, an act of faith in who you are and who you might become. Okay. I won't cry, I won't cry. Masked heroes don't cry. Don't be so sure. I've seen Jethro cry more than a few times. Sorry to press, Mr. Dumont, but... Jethro, please. Yes, of course. Jethro, you were at City Hall during the attack, but I don't recall seeing you among the survivors. I was able to get out before the building was locked down. It was luck, really. Was it? I assume Carrie's men interviewed you before you got free. After Milligan's assassination, everyone was under suspicion. I was. What name did you give them, I wonder? I'm sorry, what do you mean? This was Sarong's room, wasn't it? It was. I'm sorry, Councilman, what did you mean by the name I gave them? Sarong was your master, wasn't he? Or was he your assistant? I was never clear on that. Perhaps he trained you in Tibet, but when he came with you to America, everyone simply assumed he was your assistant due to his race. Which is understandable, really. Councilman, I must insist... You left his room relatively untouched since he passed, yes? Oh, it's been cleaned, dusted, kept clear of cobwebs, but for all intents and purposes, you did not remove anything from this room. You held on to it, a memorial to your master. Not very Buddhist of you, but then again, you've always been a lousy Buddhist. I keep this room in reverence of my master. I must say, Councilman, on the subject of Buddhism, you are woefully misinformed. Oh, please. Don't act so high and mighty with me, Dumont. A real Buddhist lama wouldn't live in an extravagant penthouse overlooking Central Park. A real Buddhist lama wouldn't dress up and play hero like some third-rate movie serial hero. Councilman Snyder, I have... Please, call me by my nom de guerre. The Engineer. No. That's not a good sound. Toss me my baton. What the hell was that? Your guess is as good as mine, circus boy. Stay behind me. My father told me about your radioactive salts. I confess, I thought them a fantasy. But, well, I started doing some reading. It turns out they are very real. I never thought I'd get my hands on them. But then your friends brought me here. Sarong must have kept a batch hidden in the walls, for emergencies, I'd imagine. And I just couldn't stop myself from trying a sample. My, they are impressive. (laughs) Seconds after I consumed them, I felt my bullet wound knit itself shut. Now, why did you stop taking them, I wonder? Who are you? I believe I already answered that. Oh, my Come now, Jethro, is that all you've got? Always on the defense, rocking, sidestepping. You can do better than that. Maybe you really are trying to live up to your ideals. Here, let me show you how to fight like a man. Well, I didn't expect that. It's like I'm holding on to a live wire and the electricity is flowing through my veins. Why did you give this up, Jethro? So much power. Never felt more alive. That feeling won't last long, buddy. 
Ah, Nurse Berkeley Monroe. Why, of course you're the Riveter. I don't know why I should be surprised. I love the new look. I wonder, what would it feel like if I just squeezed? All it would take is just the slightest pressure, and it would all be over. He did. He was always dramatic. Are you okay? My throat feels like I've woken up after a week-long bender. But I'll be fine. What about Jethro? It looks like they hit a car and then tumbled into the park. Good lord. Are they alive? Looks like it. Holy crap. You're right, Ben. Jethro has always been dramatic. Whatever Snyder's plans are, this is only part of it. I just don't understand what his endgame is. I need to go down there and help him. Berkeley, Snyder took Jethro's radioactive salts. That essentially makes him a demigod. Right now, the only person who can stand up to him is Jethro. That doesn't mean I can't lend a hand, even if it's just to give Jethro a second's advantage. I wouldn't say going down there is suicide, but... You don't become a nurse because it's safe. And you definitely don't become a vigilante because you're worried about dying. You two stay here. I'm going to go capture the man who just tried to kill me. Wait, you'll need help. I've got my baton. You do? That won't be enough. Well, if you've got a better idea, I'm all ears. Snyder is basically electric right now. I had noticed, but I really think we need to get to the point. I'm with the Riveter. Where are you going with this? He's a live wire. Jethro took the salts after a decade of training. He knew how to control his abilities. But Snyder doesn't. You want to use the electricity against him. Exactly. Your baton is metal, a natural conductor. We just need some... Ah, here it is. Get clear. All of you, get out of here. There are too many people. Need to get us further into the park. Away from the streets. You think taking us to Central Park will really protect these people? Keep talking, Snyder. Or should I say, the Engineer. A name you gave yourself. A name that tells me you have delusions of grandeur. This is the man who calls himself the Great Lava. What sort of a name is that, huh? Did you have any idea how ridiculous your name sounds to American ears? The Green Llama? The Green Llama. The Green Llama. Now, Black Pat, that name makes sense. Even in the bronze idiot that used to live in the Empire State Building and his scarred friends had names that struck fear into the hearts of men. But you, no. For someone who created so much trouble for so many, you have the stupidest name. Oh. You're holding back. Aren't you, Llama? 
Come now, I can handle it. He might be holding back, but I sure as hell won't. Riveter, get away from here. It's too dangerous. Brave girl. I thought you would have had enough. Please. You think I'm going to let you get away with the way you manhandled me back there? It's a terrible way to treat your nurse. I'll show you how I'll treat you. Llama, I'll be right with you. No! That's right, buddy. Come here. Be still, child! I think I'll take a knee! What did you do? It was Evangel's idea. Tied copper wire around my baton, rammed it into the ground, then when Snyder was close, I stuck the wire out just enough so that the wire touched his skin. You grounded him? Yep. It's basically a lightning rod. I'm honestly shocked it worked. No pun intended. Well, maybe a little. (laughs) The electricity of radioactive salts is easily contained to the body, but only if you know how. You fool. Even then, your body can't handle the radioactive salts for long. Yes, they'll give you power, but your body is all too human. It can only be stretched so far. (laughs) Please. I feel stronger than ever, Llama. How long have you been planning this, Snyder? Before I returned to New York, no doubt. The Giovannis and Weinsteins, you started their war, didn't you? They were about to make peace. Can you believe that? Two warring crime families about to break bread. Only James Nord was ever able to get the crime families to work together, and you know how well that went. (sighs) The funny thing about peace treaties is that they're the perfect opportunity to start a war. You were the shooter. I wouldn't normally get directly involved, but today was a special occasion. Engineers plan. They design. I had my men in the police force take care of the Giovannis and Weinsteins. Oh, wipe that look off your face. Caraway didn't know. I made sure of it. Wouldn't want that Boy Scout involved in my plans. And what are your plans? <laughs> that would be telling, Llama. You kept mentioning your father. Who was he? Don't you dare speak of him! Let me go! Let go of me! Who was he? No one. Just another soldier in the war. A war you cut short. A war that's beginning again. Jethro, wait. Do you hear that? It sounds like... Blades. I can just see them. They're coming in from the south. Dozens, no, hundreds! What did you do, Snyder? What did you... Order can only come from chaos, Lama. I am creating chaos! Wait. What the hell is that? What are you talking about? Look. Something just passed across the sun. And there, again... Pull over, John. Pull over! I'm not stopping until we get to Jethro's. For all we know, we might be too late. I think we already are, John. Just stop! Ken, where the hell are you going? Ken! Uh, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. It looks like... a fleet... John, you were a pilot. What the hell are those? I'm not left in my time, Ken, but I can tell you they're certainly not passenger planes. Those are warplanes. Why are there warplanes over New York? You don't think it's... Nazis from Argentina? No. Those look like American design. You can tell from this far away? A squadron of them went missing from the war department. I was supposed to be looking for them, but, well, things got a little busy. You hear that? 
Yeah, where the hell are they going? Dispatch, this is the commissioner. I've seen six squad cars roaring up 8th Avenue. Anyone want to tell me where the hell they're going? This is news to us, commissioner. We've got nothing going on uptown. Say again, dispatch? We didn't send any squad cars uptown. Damn it. Commissioner, you seeing those planes, though? Can get back in the car. I think things are getting just as messy as we feared. Those are war planes. Snyder. What are warplanes doing over New York? Don't be scared, Llama. This was always going to happen whether you discovered me or not. I left nothing to chance. Would you just shut up? God, it was like hitting steel. <laughs> Looks like the radioactive salt are still doing their work. Come on, Llama. You can figure it out, can't you? It's already too late. Might as well give up the ghost. Order from chaos. Snyder. You're trying to take over the city. Oh, don't be so narrow-minded. This isn't about the city. This is about America. Ah, great. He's a megalomaniac. You think I want power? Says the guy with the steel jaw and electric fingers. This was only a means to an end. A way to get the country back on track. Back on track? Yes. You're so close to getting it, Llama. I can see it in your eyes. You're almost there. Ah, but it looks like that will have to wait. God, Caraway's boys got here quick. I was about to kill this idiot. Who said they were Caraway's men? Time's up, Greek Llama. Berkeley, get down! The Green Llama, Episode 7, Revelations. Written by Adam Lance Garcia. The Green Llama, created by Kendall Foster Crossan. Produced by Adam Lance Garcia. Directed by Steele Philippek. Sound designed by Josh Wilson. Music by Brian Metolius. Featuring the vocal talents of Gianmarco Ceresi, Sarah Smithton, Dana Aber, Justin Torres, Brett Druck, Mark Bradley Miller, and Ben Mendoza. The Green Llama is used by permission of Kendra Cross and Burroughs, all rights reserved. On the next episode... Drive west from the airfield through Brooklyn will be the hardest, which is fine. That will be the distraction. Freeze! We have you surrounded! Sergeant Wayland? Oh no. You're working with Snyder? But you... You are one of Caraway's men. Snyder's got an army, and a lot of them are my own men. Even if I were to get the policemen that I know I can trust, that won't be enough to take on Snyder's forces. What's left of Caraway's men will be too busy fighting in the streets. They won't be looking to the waters. The majority of our men are on boats. You're insane! Get them onto Manhattan Island via the battery before any armed forces can mobilize, and it'll be short work from there! No, no, no! We can't lose her! I want everyone moving out within the hour! New York will be ours! Warplanes? Why are there warplanes flying over New York? Because, Giuseppe, I think we're about to go to war. (laughs) 